At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Hello, welcome to Oral Hygiene. It is a podcast where we look at educational films, caught in experimental films, and interesting documentaries. This is Matt. Here today is Andrew Shearer. Hello. Hi, hi, hi. We got one of the, the educational type again. You keep uh, We keep ending up in the UK recently, which is weird because we have a UK co-host, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, this... This is Apache's, uh, your suggestion. Yeah, the- I'd never seen it before, but this was one of the more notorious ones of the late 70s. And uh, every time uh, I hear from, I have friends that are really into these movies and they're like, oh, but have you seen, you know, this and have you seen this? And without fail, you know, and Footman, if Footman Tire was one of them that we covered a few weeks ago, uh, without fail, it always comes down to the reason it's notorious is because kids die. Yeah, yeah, that I guess that's a, a good way to get it. That's how you get attention in the seventies. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. But uh, I don't. Um, I don't know that any movie is going to have as much as the finishing line. And that's. I'm not looking for body count. I'm looking for shock value. Quite honestly, right. Well, finishing line I think had a fair amount of of both. And I should mention that what we were watching was a weird it actually did have a weird electronic uh, overdub on it i found half of the original film uh apparently the whole one's uh, pretty difficult to find for that um it is a little more educational conventional but i didn't mind watching it the way we watched it that was kind of cool so yeah i was gonna say I, I looked at the one that you found and i was like oh great we reviewed the wrong movie but it wasn't the it wasn't the, the proper film anyway so i don't know that that's even the possible thing to get a hold of I just thought I should shout that out in case there's somebody uh, deep enough into all this that they're like, hey, what are they doing? <laughs> right. Well, let us know where we can watch the whole. T- I'd be interested in seeing officially the whole version of of uh, the finishing line or the what is it called? The finish line? The finishing line. Well, the comments the finish- say it's, it's, it's on some volume of old rail video DVDs. <laughs> like you can find okay. the whole thing. But I'm okay. I'm not going down that rabbit hole uh, now. I don't think, you know, no, not, not worth it. It's not on the internet, eh? <laughs> no, that's I, the whole I did, point of this is being able to watch the things we talk about. And if you can't do that, then... Right. So uh, tell us about the Apaches then. So the Apaches is from 1977. Just happens to be the year I was born. Um, and this is a British movie. And uh, although the point of it was to make a uh, safety video about what can happen to you if you play around on farm equipment... Um, I don't know how well this works as a safety video because there seems to be no warning before the children uh, are become mortally injured. And there's one particular death that I found. I mean, they, they're, they're to varying degrees. A couple of them are goofy. Uh, one of them is a kind of unclear what happens. But one of them is really, really definitely one of the most horrible deaths I've ever seen in one of these movies. Yeah. Um, for me, there was, maybe it's because I was watching it late at night and well, I'd had a couple drinks, but it just seemed like <laughs> this movie was like a time loop. 
because they never really oh. explain anything. It's just kind of like something horrible starts to happen. And then it just kind of goes into a new situation, you know, because Shake Hands with Danger has a narrator and clearly delineates like what the deal is, whereas this one just kind of drifts from situation to situation. And they're all blonde hair and blue eyed eyes. So I'm like, are these the same kids? Is this just like tomorrow? Is this what they <laughs> okay. do every day? <laughs> well, I should maybe set it up a little bit better then. Uh, this has six children who are playing um, on, a, on a farm and there the narrator um, is not clearly identified I don't think as as one of the kids but uh, we find out later they most definitely was and that is a, a you kind of see it coming but still it's quite disturbing the way they do it but the narrations the voice reminds me of a Charlie Brown cartoon yeah, maybe that's why, you know, it's like those are kind of vignette style, right? So it's like dun, yeah. dun, dun, kids on the plane on the countryside. And then one of them just like eats it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so do we want to go right into how these how, how these kids die? Because the reason why they call it Apaches is because they're playing. Uh, they're not playing cowboys and Indians. They're just all pertaining to be Indian. And this is Native American. This is what they're, you know, they're, they're doing the hand on the mouth thing. They're running around with sticks. They come up with names for themselves. They fight the beasts of machinery. They do. Farm machinery. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, okay. If you want to talk about the first one I wrote is victory is a squishy head. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, they, uh, you kind of know something bad is going to happen. You just don't know like how graphic it will be. And which one of them it's going to be. So in that regard, it's a little Final Destination like, which I <laughs> appreciate. Uh, but the yeah, the the first kid is uh, they're all running after a platform truck, and so one kid jumps up on the flat platform truck, and they all seem to be chasing it. So this kid thinks, "Hey, I'm the one that did it. I made it up here." And then the truck makes an abrupt stop, and the kid just gets under the wheels, like is thrown under the under the wheels of the the truck. Right and it's the squishy head so yeah. yeah and then but then that's the thing the movie does it just kind of goes to like a new play scene with like yeah. the same kids i'm like what's happening <laughs> yeah no one goes oh god These alternate realities i guess like it's final destination yeah. but ever there's only one death in each like parallel universe yeah well because the, the narrator is a child i guess this could be fall under the category of the unreliable unreliable narrator yeah, so yeah. Um, but the kids don't seem to be affected by um, this death, um, the the person driving the truck doesn't come out and scream and call the ambulance. So in that regard, there's no real consequence uh, and or repercussion for uh, the death that accidents have occurred. And um, because of that, the kids watching this, because I assume it was shown in schools, uh, didn't really get a warning of what not to do. They're just sort of, it's almost like... Uh, they're left to their own i don't, don't know use your imagination it'll end in death maybe that's the message <laughs> yeah so but yeah the kids don't seem to be upset they're just there's one last character and yeah, it just, just keeps going as i read it's just it's just the game that you know let's play one of us dies it's popular in the uk and with the adams family i think the second one that dies i believe this is the one that like really bothered me is this the concrete? Um, well, this is the one that falls into the pit. So maybe I'm wrong. Was that the second one or is, it, or is this now the third? Um, uh, from my notes, I think it's the second one. Okay. 
It doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, it's it's the one with, with drowning in concrete. So Okay, it's not concrete what he drowns in. Oh, that no. would have been great. I would love to drown in concrete compared to this. Uh, this is what's called a slurry pit, um, which I don't know uh, if this is something that's done on the farms in the United States, but it is where all the animal waste products and all the food waste and everything just kind of goes. It's a giant pit of crap. <laughs> oh, okay. So like compost plus. Yes. So this kid just flies into this this soup of of animal waste and is shown drowning in it and then just bubbly bubbly disappears in this in this pit of of uh waste products. So okay. concrete oh, yeah, yeah, would that have does, been great. Yeah. Okay, I was seeing concrete, so maybe maybe my brain was editing it. I didn't want to think about it being <laughs> that. Yes, no, your 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 uh, your brain was protecting you from the disturbing and disgusting reality of the fact that this pit would have been deep enough for one to drown in. <laughs> so my next note is: so this is just an atrocity display with no real message attached, which I guess is what you've been saying the whole time, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there is no. Because no one, uh, I mean, the kids, they do scream when they die or, or help me or call out to one another. Help me, please. <laughs> yes. Um, if, you, if you wouldn't mind, uh, my, my, oh, my nostril appeared uh, to be drowning in doo-doo. Fairly uh, <laughs> certain this is manure. Come, some, anyone? <laughs> so there's no, yeah, it's just one after another. A little bit like Faces of Death, I guess, right? Because they just move on when someone dies in those movies. Yeah, yeah. I, there's one point where I was like, hey, no one's died for like 10 minutes. I guess everything's cool now, you know? <laughs> that was a little strange um, because it did then. Uh, you, you've got this, I, hate, I don't want to call it bloodless, but you're just sort of clocking a death every couple of minutes. And so, yeah, it's odd that you're like, come on now. Because there's so let- four kids for a while. It's down but to I, four for a while. Yeah, I am skipping down. I am skipping the, the third or fourth one or whatever um, in the woods or whatever. <laughs> <Get it done. laughs> the, the, this is where he gets straight with the industrial equipment. If you want to set that one up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a well, there's there's a there's like a. A gate that falls on someone. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, because they're just like they're uh, they've decided that as as Indian Braves, as Atlanta Braves, they're going to stand up <laughs> to the uh, farm equipment, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that one was a little clunky uh, in that it didn't appear to be able to kill someone. Um, this this sort of metal gate just kind of falls over on a kid, and I think the idea is that he's been crushed. Yeah, the insinuation but- was it killed him, but it does seem survivable. Maybe no, he paralyzed from the neck down from then on out. I don't know because they they cut they cut to the kid and he's just sort of motionless. And then they cut to him again and he's got a bit of blood coming down from his. That means he's dead. Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, that that's that's to show that he's dead. But the impact doesn't seem that one was not so that was not so bad. Now is this before or after the um, the uh, chemical has been accidentally consumed where they find the moonshine? The moonshine is after that. Okay. I mean, you just that watch was... like three of your friends eat it in horrible ways. I mean, that's a, it, you, it's a good time to go, go get shit faced. 
<laughs> didn't show the emotion any other way, right? So they have to do it this way. No, the one in the woods, I think, is a kind of ambiguous as to what happens. Was that one kind of unclear? Yeah, that's when I think I kind of felt like I was watching the video for like a, you know, North Country psychedelic band or something. Yeah. Psychedelic no, folk band, excuse me. <laughs> you can't really tell. Um, so I wouldn't say that the whole thing is is frightening, but uh, we get to the 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 girl. She drinks. They're all sitting around and they're like, oh, I think this is moonshine. Let's all try it. And it's poison. And the one girl, this is actually really, I found to be, yeah, this was disturbing. Not because of the idea of her drinking poison, but the fact that it doesn't kick in until she's at home with her mother. And they show the outside of the house. They don't show the girl grabbing at her throat or puking or anything like that. You just see this long shot of the house and this girl screaming for her mom and choking. Right. So yeah, that was rough. Try and take it artistically. I don't know. Hit, hit it where yeah. it counts. But then, yeah, the feeling of the film is, oh, now time resets again and it's off to a new adventure. Yeah, no repercussions. Uh, no one at the farm going like, no kids could be here. You know, absolutely no. It's almost like the pokey little puppy was more had more consequences because at least they put up a gate and filled in the fence and stuff here. The kids just keep returning to the scene and finding new ways to kill themselves. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, according to my notes here, the, the great, the uh, gate, whatever is after the, uh, okay. after the poison. Cause I, I after the a, poison. Yeah. After the poison. I, yeah. The I gate just, was a weak one. I said the grading was not as notable as the earlier machine kills. <laughs> yeah. Am I missing a machine kill? Because I remember obviously the tractor one, but what was the one? I feel I like I was counting. One. No, I think I was counting the uh, flatbed truck as one as well. Okay, okay. So. Yeah, because, um, you know, I was kind of expecting there to be more uh, more accidents related to, like, actual farming equipment. Like, I thought maybe a pitchfork was going to go into somebody. Um, I thought maybe a combine or even a wood chipper. <laughs> but this is, uh, this is most, there's, I, I wouldn't say that the chemicals are, necessarily mechanical uh or the um the one in the woods i couldn't even figure out what happened yeah that one was super obscure so yeah and the manure pit so for the most part no because there's only five deaths in this thing because one of the kids uh not all of the kids die uh one survives we need a narrator don't we um and i i did note actually the last one, the kid did drive off a cliff, giving us one of the uh, shake hands with danger money shots. Because in shake hands with okay. danger, the dude stops just in time, whereas this kid eats it. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's on an out of control um, tractor. Uh, he's driving it and then suddenly loses control of it. And uh, he's going, going over the cliff, full on shitty dummy, screaming. Ah! bam yeah eat shit right at the end of this thing but here's the part where um that we didn't mention is that there's a framework of a party going on that the, all the adults are having the kid has called this a party and what we find out when we get to the end of it that it's not actually a party it's a uh, it's a wake for the kid that died on the tractor who was the narrator um because you would think the surviving kid would be the one narrating going and that's what happened to all my friends but it's not the kid goes, I wish I could go to this party. It would have <laughs> been nice. So the 
the ghostly disembodied voice of the kid who died on the tractor is the one who's been narrating this whole thing all along. So it's almost a little Twilight Zony. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I just wrote an Episcopal funeral is not for an Apache brave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I guess they, I don't know. I guess in the 70s, you can just be like, hey, the kids are playing Indians. Ha 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 ha. It just seems a little, little funkier in 2021. Well, I mean, in 2021, we'd be like, well, that's what they get. <laughs> don't <laughs> racist kids. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so do these, <laughs> as, as guys who grew up in the American South, are, are, are these kids rednecks? Because they're rednecking. <laughs> I think this I is what know. rednecking is, kind of. That was a mysterious term that I heard when I was in about, I don't know, maybe seventh grade, eighth grade. Um, yeah, I think I was in. No, I Not remember Walker. the story. If you don't, yeah, yeah, you called him about our show at the international ballroom. If you wanted to come, and he's like, "Sorry, yeah. I'm I'm rednecking that evening." <laughs> like, okay, well, how is that on your schedule? Friday night, rednecking. <laughs> rednecking. And I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? Because I always thought that a redneck would be a racist, you know, but that's actually not the case. Uh, uh, all racists tend to be also rednecks, but not every redneck's a race. I don't know. But um, would this qualify as redneck? And that's good. I don't know if the British have their equivalent of redneck. They likely do. Every culture does. We just tell we've got the, you know, because the accent permeates through America and Canada, right? I mean, you go in, I mean, there's, there's slight variations, but you go into, you know, the, the woods of Canada or, or the plains of Georgia and you're going to find people talking along these lines, you know, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) True. And in the hills of Pennsylvania and all along West Virginia and Virginia, um, I would say they're mostly bored. I mean, well, because in in the finishing line uh, episode, when we talked about the dangerous things that we got into, it was because we were left unattended and <laughs> with nothing to do. I guess the finishing line was fun because they were like pointing them in the direction to go do it. <laughs> no, the finishing line is a whole other thing. Like I could probably stand to watch another farm safety video that was maybe a little more coherent, but. <laughs> I don't know if I could handle another finishing line other than to see the whole thing at some point, which I would sit through. But this does have a bit of a surreal bent to it as well. Maybe. Oh yeah. I guess the seventies, you know, was just a good time for getting surreal. Yeah. uh, But you know, it's, it kind of reminds me though, some of the early ones we talked about in that um, there's no clear message. Like if you're a kid watching it, you go like, Oh God. Okay. So I could die if I do any of those things, but you know, a lot of times, and I'm sure you remember seeing this in another educational film or two or 20 things kind of stop before the bad thing happens. And the narrator will then go, this could end in a horrible accident. Whereas the UK ones follow through. I guess that's, that's the the thing. (laughs) No, they follow through. They don't clearly identify what the danger is. Yeah, danger is just roaming around industrial sites, I guess, which seems to be a yeah. recurring thing. Again, it's a denser place. You know, Japan, too, although uh, I don't think it's quite screw around as much in Japan. But, you know, when, when there's not so much space, everything's dense. You know, it's like five steps over and you're in like a power plant, right? 
I guess so. <laughs> yeah, because you said there was nowhere to get away to. The idea of a getaway was not exactly possible. Right, right. So even if you're in the countryside, same here. If you're in the countryside, countryside in Japan, there's still like some buildings around usually, you know, or American mm. countryside, there's nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, no, that's where we get our, uh, our hills have eyes, our Texas chainsaw, our wrong turn, et cetera, what have you. Um, this is where those things happen. But yeah, I know. I, I think these, these kids were just shown as being, uh, you know, they're having fun, but don't have fun around all this stuff i think is what the the whole thing was but would it would it qualify as a scare movie i think absolutely yeah well at least they are getting outside not just staying in and playing <laughs> video games you know that's right it's like oh, oh you thought you could just get exercise <laughs> go outside and play not at the farm <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just assume that these kids are all in like competition for a Darwin award. That's why like nobody seemed to care because they were happy. They're like, oh, he did good. That was a really stupid way to die. You know? Yeah. No, Which you're this, right. If they're competing for Darwin awards and that's, that's uh, something to be celebrated. Yeah. Yeah. No. Cause at a point you're like, okay, th there's a girl that appears to be older than everyone. Do you feel like I'm right about that? She seems to be like the oldest one there. Yeah. But you know how it is. It, what do you 12 year old? Sometimes there's quite a, bit of difference in maturity levels i don't know, you know development here, levels no one here is is smart no <laughs> one here no one goes you know you would like it if someone went like now three of our friends are already dead should we get the hell out of here just just as a just an idea we're playing no one. <laughs> that's right <laughs> nobody told no nobody no one's died there was always just us two here. It's <laughs> so creepy if you want to really think about it. Did I hear the line, watch your ass? Oh. <laughs> I think I did. That was a grading scene, by the way. I think I think someone yelled, watch your ass or something. Or I just heard, they probably said something else. And I just heard it wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, there with all these screaming and accents and little kid voices. Yeah, I thought I heard the F word a couple of times, too. So who knows? <laughs> Be a good educational film, just uh, a <laughs> <laughs> random thrown out obscenities. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if, if we'd made them, they absolutely there would be. Oh, right. That's that's a different <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's its own cautionary tale. Well, um, I guess we'll wrap this one up for today. So give give your normal deets or something. Okay. Yeah. So um, I have never played on farm equipment. I've I've rode exactly one horse, and uh, it did not end in tragedy. Thank goodness. Um, my friends and I here in Athens, Georgia, the United States, um, make movies, and we've been doing it for the past twenty years. You can watch our stuff and buy our stuff at www.gonzorific.com. That is spelled G-O-N-Z-O-R-I-F-F-I-C. I once went screwing around in an abandoned mine in Death Valley. <laughs> Were you grown by then, though? That's the yeah, thing. I think I was 24. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like I was running really fast with some people in, in, uh, on, over there on Moss Oak one time near where we lived. And uh, there was a fence behind some bushes. So we went through the bushes and all of a sudden the fence knocked the wind out of me. So I fell down and I, I was knocked out um, temporarily. 
and I was with a couple of older kids from the neighborhood. And when I woke up, the girl was unbuttoning my pants. <laughs> okay. It's just like bizarre form of CPR, I guess. So I just was like, let's, let's see where this goes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> As for this podcast, it's oral hygiene. It's at Facebook and Twitter. What I can't let you finish that story. Also, <laughs> <laughs> <to> talk sci fi, <laughs> sci fi sanctuary. It's all at Podcastio Podcastios on Patreon. What do you want to finish the story? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> they gave you an out. You're there like, you want to finish no, the story. No, no, I don't want to finish. So I have I have therapy next Monday, so we'll finish it there. <laughs> Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done. I walked outside the study and looked down at me. It was a sad that I might not forget. Knew that I was. A-